So on that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And the other boats were with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. He, they're talking about Jesus, just for to clarify. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear. Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Um, so did you guys notice that in these verses, Jesus was comfortably asleep on the boat. I picture him like, it even says he's on a cushion. I picture him like cuddled up on a cushion in the stern, which is the back of the boat. And he's like, I mean, it's a storm. So he's probably like liking it, <laughs> getting rocked and sleeping comfy. Um, can you picture the people who are on the boat with him who weren't sleeping? They were freaking out. So this boat is, I don't know how many of you guys have been on boats, but um, <laughs> it's, I was, I went out in the, out in Skagit Bay by La Connor in a little rubber raft with my family a couple summers ago, because <laughs> we were going to Hope Island and it was all good. We went over there and I was like, I'm going to avoid the tide coming back. So I start coming. Well, the tide comes in really fast through there. And we're, I mean, we were in a safe boat, but I mean, we were, I was really rowing and my kids were there and they're having a good time. And I'm trying not to freak out because the tide is like pulling us out towards a fish farm. And um, it wasn't even stormy during that time. It was sunny and clear. The only thing I had to worry about was the tides and it was scary. And finally someone came by and he's like, Hey, oh, and he towed us in. So it ended well. And all like the, like, the full-time RVers at the RV park were out there with their binoculars. Watching. <laughs> so we put on a show for them. But these guys are in a storm, okay? These guys are freaking out. The boat is filling with water. It's tossing. It's turning. You know, I can picture them like, what do we do? And they're trying to bail water. Like, should we wake him up? I don't know what to do. And, and finally they wake him up and they um, – they're, when they woke him up, they're like, Jesus, don't you even care about us? You know, we're like dying out here. We're drowning and and you're up here sleeping on a cushion. And he, um, so they were really honest with him. They're like, don't you even care? You know, it says in, um, that's in verse 38, just for the record. <laughs> Not making that up. And he Okay, and so he calms the storm, says, peace be still. And then he tells his friends, he's like, oh, guys, you know, you were safe because I was with you. Where's your faith? And I imagine that these people had seen some pretty miraculous things, right? They were with Jesus, like in person. They saw him healing people. It says wherever he went, he healed people and cast out unclean spirits. They were firsthand witnesses to this. So he wasn't like calling them out on, his, on their faith like oh you faithless people 
He was just probably like, hey, guys, you've seen me do all these amazing things. You know, believe, you know, where's your faith? Um, and then when Jesus calms the storm, even though they had seen a lot of crazy stuff, these guys were tripping. They were like almost going to die. And then I picture, so I picture in my head, like the waves are coming over the boat. And it probably, I don't know how big the boat boat was but no Bob how big were the boats <laughs> and then all of a sudden he Jesus says peace be still and the water becomes like glass that's how I picture it right Jesus can do that and so they're like oh my goodness and they got scared first they were scared from the storm and then it says that they were scared because they're like even the wind and the waves obey this guy right that would be crazy to see that would be amazing um Sometimes in our lives, so that was a true storm, but sometimes in our lives, things are falling all apart around us. Sometimes nothing's going as planned. And just when we think things are going smoothly, like when these people were in the boat crossing, you know, to go across, or when I was rowing back, you know, to have a hot dog on the campfire, and then all of a sudden the tide comes in and things knock us off track. It can be like that in life. Things are going smoothly and then another wave hits or a big gust of wind comes and it can be really discouraging um what does a storm feel like to you guys like a like a real storm what does that feel like how would you guys describe it no control like, mm -hmm. wild no control i'm going to repeat it for the people in okay. online yeah. so robin says no control it feels kind of wild not sure what's going to happen mm -hmm. not you okay yeah, not okay. Gracie? Last night when the wind was howling, it was really, really loud and scary. And I just thought, now what? After all this cold and snow and ice, and now what's going to happen? Are things going to fall in our house or what? So Gracie said that last night when the wind was howling, um, it was really scary because she was thinking, now what? There's been all this ice and all this cold and all this snow. And now what? Now the wind is howling. Yeah. It can feel really unpredictable. It makes me think of how like protective and like almost self-centered we get, like you know, like with the pandemic, but in storms too, and we think, oh, you know, we gotta we gotta go out and shop and like prepare and like, mm. what if and like what if we can't get out and shop? Like we're gonna run out of food and we just freak out. Yeah, Lucy said it makes us go into like overprotective mode and go out and try to over prepare if we know that a storm's coming and go out. Wow, she's out for storms, you know. Sorry, guys, if that's redundant for you guys here, but <laughs> don't want there to be. When I use them every day, I have two doors in my travel center. When I use them every day, it's so shut. Oh. That's what I already get out. Yeah, scary. Yeah. You can't get out. So you feel stuck. Yeah. So I'm glad you're out of the second door. Yeah. Wow. Mm. So he said that his, in his trailer during this last ice storm, um, his back door froze on his. Oh, his front door froze on his trailer, and he felt stuck in there. But luckily, he had another door, so he was able to get out. 
So that's a really good analogy, isn't it? When we feel stuck, there's always another way out. Wow. Well, hopefully there's no water damage on your trailer. Oh, no, I got to look three times. So what do you feel like when you're in the storm? I think we covered some of those things. So storms feel that way, but how can it make us feel um, personally scared? Yeah, at the mercy of the movement. Maybe, I mean, sometimes I remember feeling this way sometimes, you know, during really difficult situations, um, wondering, like, when people are, you know, kind of calm about it themselves, and you're like, don't worry about it, you know, it's kind of like, well, don't you even care, like, like mm -hmm. yeah. do your part, you know, to, mm -hmm. to get us out of this, you know, like, I'm doing it, you know, you do your part, you worry too. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, Roger was saying for you guys kinda that... Blaming in a way, yeah. you know, other people in the midst of the storm, you know. That sometimes we can blame other people in the midst of our storms because they're like, "Well, you'll be okay." I'm trying to and that I'm trying to bring comfort, but sometimes to us it feels like, you know, like they don't care, or that, you know, or we can blame them. Like, well, what do you know? Yeah. You know, get angry with them, kind of just onto a person instead of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This last snowstorm, our driveway's a hill. And Bobby took the SUV to work every day, and he leaves early and gets home late. And um, so I, I felt really isolated. I was stuck in my house. Isolated, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was stuck. And sometimes we can feel stuck, I think, or, yeah. un or unprepared. Um, yeah, afraid to move. Mm -hmm. Real physical storms can feel like this, but the storms we go through in life, like Roger was saying, can feel even more overwhelming. Some of the storms of life can be like a loved one dying or one of our kids not doing well, either physically or even like emotionally or spiritually. It feels really big and it feels really hopeless. Could be in a fight with somebody you love. That can be like a really big storm in your life. Sentence, if you're sentenced and you're facing that, like you're looking ahead to it. A storm could be struggling with addiction because that's something you don't know when it's going to rear up. You know, um, homelessness or not being able to find a job or losing a job. And the list could go on and on and on in our lives. I know each one of you here has storms like cars that won't run or I mean, it could be something little or it could be something really life changing. Um, and each person is going through those storms here. I've seen some really incredible things in my life. I've seen miracles. My uh, second born's heart was healed miraculously. Um, I've seen some really amazing, incredible things. God's spoken to me in powerful ways. But you know what? When I'm in the middle of a storm, I forget. I freak out still. I forget. I think, God, don't you even care? Kind of like you were saying to people, Roger. Like, like the guy said on the boat, like, Jesus, don't you even care? I can get to that place. I forget. I feel like when I'm in the middle of a storm, I get forgetful. I forget my faith and I forget that Jesus who loves me can calm that storm and give me peace. Sometimes, um, let's see here. Yeah, I forget. 
sometimes when I'm in the thick of it, think, don't you even care, Jesus? You know, that can be hard. I want to encourage you guys, if you're in a storm right now, or for storms that are you're going to be facing, to remember Jesus. To remember that he's there, even if he's sleeping on a cushion and being rocked by the waves. He's there, and he cares, and he wants to calm the storm around you. Even if the storm around you isn't calm, he can calm us. You know, have you guys ever been in a situation where you're walking through something really, really hard and then you remember Jesus and you and he gives you peace? You know, and people would say, I don't know how you have peace. And there's no explanation for it other than God has given you that peace. Um, I want to encourage you with that. That God loves each one of you. I know I say this every time I speak, but I think it's so important that God loves each one of you with a never-ending, never-stopping love. Every single one of you. He loves you, and it's a love that can get us through the hardest storms. We can call out to him. We can wake him up, although I don't think he's sleeping. We can cry out to him, and he'll either calm the storm raging around us, or he'll calm us in the midst of the storm. I've heard that 2020 and 2021 referred to as a dumpster fire. Have you guys heard that? <laughs> I don't know um, how I would describe it. That might be a little mild, a <laughs> dumpster fire. But collectively, we've been walking through some crap. Yeah. These last years have been really hard. I saw a thing um, that said, oh, no. Have you guys thought that it's 2022, kind of like it's a bad sequel to 2020? You know, 2022. <laughs> also? Yeah, also. But um, so people are feeling like this, at least from my perspective, people are feeling like this unrest, like unsettled. You know, usually when you're going into a new year, you can feel hopeful and you're excited and you're encouraged. And this is going to be a great year, the best year yet. And you have all these affirmations, right? I kind of feel like a little bit like, eh, we're going into this, but what's it going to bring? What storms are coming? Kind of like, almost like holding our breath to wait to see what's, you know, what's going to happen. And I think that God can help us give us peace through that. So Father, I ask that you would bring peace to those places where we're worried, peace to the places where even though it feels scary, God, going into a new year and we don't know what variants are out there and we don't know what this new year is going to bring as far as everything god but i pray that you would give every person here and every person listening peace as we step forward into 2022 um let me find where i'm at in my notes so we're heading into uncharted territory we don't know when a storm's going to hit, but another storm. There's a good chance another storm's going to hit, right? Or we don't know how hard it's going to be. Um, it can feel hopeless and we can feel unprepared, especially stuff that we're scared of facing. Maybe you're already a storm in your life that's carrying you from last year, and you don't know if you'll have the strength to keep going. If you're, if you're feeling hopeless, I want to give you hope today. I want to give you guys hope. If I could like infuse hope into you guys, I would. But I know that God can do that. And only God can do that. Because Jesus is that hope. Jesus is the hope for you and your loved ones. 
And Jesus is the hope for the whole world, our whole community. That's what brings lasting change in people's lives. Every time I get up to speak, I always think about this man, this missionary guy who told me he knew a man who was a preacher that was the worst preacher he'd ever heard. And he couldn't like carry a thought. He couldn't get his words out. But people were coming to know Christ through him just in droves. So many people came to know Jesus through him. And that encourages me when I'm up here speaking because I know that it's not me or it's not, or it's not Gracie who's going to transform your life and people's lives in this valley, but it's Jesus. And when we connect people to Jesus, then he does a work in them. And he is the hope in people's lives when we're feeling hopeless. Um, as we go into 2022, we here at Tierra Nueva want to share that hope with as many people as we can. As people are going through storms in life, we want to connect them with the one who calms the storm and calms the heart of the person who is walking through the storms. Sometimes we can pray and the storm stops, and that's really cool when that happens, when you witness miracles and when God like works mightily and just like knocks your socks off and surprises you. And that's awesome. But sometimes we pray and it seems like nothing happens. But do you know what we can do here at Tierra Nueva? We can't stop the storm. We can share the love of God with people and share the peace and hope of God with them. And here at Tierra Nueva, we can be a place that's a shelter from the storm. A place that people can come as they are and encounter the love of God and the love of people. One thing I really love is that when we do communion, and let me grab one of these. When we do communion, you know, we read through the thing and there's a spot that is always, I love listening and I kind of sit back and it's where it says, who is invited to this table? And it says, all are invited. Everybody, if you guys notice now, everybody like gets super excited about that. You know, they're reading their, and then they say, all are invited and welcome to this table, regardless of who we are, where we have come from, or how we have been living our lives. God invites us here just as we are. God's love for us is so strong that God became one of us so that when we put our trust in Jesus, we are rescued from the rule of darkness and enter into his abundant life. Even now, yeah, sick people get about that. Does anybody else notice that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes up, doesn't it? And I love that. And that's because we need that. We need a place where all are welcome and all are invited, regardless of who we are or where we have come from. I was telling somebody about Tierra Nueva the other day, and Jeremiah was with me. He's at home with Bobby tonight. But he was with me, and I said, Tierra Nueva, they, you know, they were asking about it, and some people will ask, well, what does it mean? You know, it's a Spanish, is it a Spanish church? And um, so I, I said, well, how would I describe it? Terra Nueva is a place where, and I kind of paused for a minute to gather my thoughts. And Jeremiah was with me and he said, it's a place where all are invited and welcome, regardless of who we are, where we have come from, or how we've been living our lives. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, he's been listening. <laughs> um, but it was really sweet, and it's really true. And that's really special, you guys. And as we go forward, um, 
into this next year. And as we face storms and who knows what they're going to be, Jesus is with us and we have each other too. And that's huge. That's huge. And if you know people that need that, um, invite them. You know, there's always room for more. The masks. <laughs> we can pack it out with masks, right? Um, let's see, where was I? I feel like, oh, back to the community thing. People read that so enthusiastically because they feel it for themselves and also for others. They know, we know when we're reading that communion and we get excited and all are invited that this is a place that's a shelter from the storms of life. A place to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with each other and to know that we are not facing the storms of life alone. I would like to read a poem that was in a newsletter. We sent out this newsletter. I don't know if you guys didn't get it. We have extra copies. Um, but there was, there's a poem in it that I would like to read. Midge asked me to read it too. So Midge, if you're watching, this is for you <laughs> and all of you. Slipping through the cracks, no place left to go, no sol solace found on earth. Does anyone care? Does anyone know how to endure this hurt? Heart feels heavy, bruised and cracked. Will it always be this way? Never enough living in lack, not knowing how to pray. Hope so elusive, is it even real? Can't even think of hope. No words to speak, barely able to feel, not able to cope. Feeling abandoned, overwhelmed with fears, numbing the mind to survive. No one to notice the lonely tears, hollow, empty, void of life. What if there is more? What can fill this empty heart? Nothing has worked, nothing has fit. Can there be a love that would love a misfit? The truth of God needs to be told to those dear ones wasting away. For how will they know if no one goes to help them find their way? There's a love that heals the pain that fucking breaks the chains, delivers hope to helpless and hopeless. This love has a name to forever proclaim. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. His love is real and deep and raw, filling emptiness within. No longer dejected, but filled with awe, no longer bound by sin. Freedom, new life, healed from the past. Looking back doesn't sting anymore. Feeling included, no longer outcast, finally an open door. Now a place to call home, a place to belong, no longer lost but found. Transforming the heart, a real brand new start where Jesus' love abounds. So as we go forward, that's what I want to walk into. Even though we'll be facing storms, we know the one that calms the storms, and we can remember that. And we have have each other. And I want to encourage you guys um, with that and help you to remember and help myself to remember Um. May Tiernueva be a place that's a shelter from the storms of 2022. Although we may not be able to calm every storm, may we be a shelter from the storm for those lost and hurting, and may we connect people to God who loves us and can calm the storm and give us peace. And God transforms people's lives. We can rely on that, right? So I'm going to pray. So thank you, Father, for today. Thank you for 
every person listening online, every person here, pray that you would help us to remember, give us that gift of remembering that you are the one that calms us and gives us peace and give us the words to say to those who are hurting and um, who need your peace. for this coming year, and I pray that you would bless it in the way that only you can. Thank you for Nueva being a place that's a shelter from the storm, a place where all are welcome and invited. In Jesus' name, amen.